welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. We are on the air due to the generous support of River Road Family Vineyards and Winery. We encourage you to check out their website, riverroadvineyards.com, and explore their collection of beautifully crafted wines, from Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, along with Old Vine Zinfandel, all from the Russian River Valley, as well as Cabernet Sauvignon from the Alexander Valley. Again, that's riverroadvineyards.com. Today's episode is 186 with our guest, Craig Colagrassi in the house. <laughs> Welcome, Craig. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, yeah, Craig's the owner and winemaker of Colagrassi Wines. So I'm excited because um, we always ask the winemakers, this is what gets us going, bring a bottle of wine that we can share. <laughs> so, so this is the ruse of having a podcast. We're having a podcast. No, we're, we're, we're getting you to bring us wine Goodness. in the morning. Yeah. It seems to be working well. So yeah. far, so well, good. This is beautiful. So what do we have here? What are we, what are we sipping so on? So this is our 22 uh, sparkling rosé of Sangiovese. So I make it in the Cremant style oh. uh, or Charmant where they, uh-huh. uh, we infuse CO2 into it. And we don't do it the method champenois where they add yeast and sugar mm-hmm. and for re-ferment in the bottle. My gosh, that is delicious. This that is so good. That is a really nice way to start my day. Thank you. <laughs> but you know what's funny is it's it's light and bright, it's but it, it has just all this juiciness in it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I make a rosé base, and then I add the bubbles later, mm-hmm. and it just uh, just kind of keeps it nice and soft and pure fruit. The strawberry, get a little strawberry, sometimes some watermelon out of it, and yeah, just that's easy drinking. Watermelon for sure. That is so delicious. Cheers to breakfast sparkling. Cheers, yes. clink clink. Ooh, legit. legit. He even brought thing. the glasses, folks. I was going to say the glasses. Craig is are no beautiful. slouch. It brings beautiful uh, glasses and the wine. Wow. Okay. I guess we should get going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go sit out there and finish this. <laughs> Take it away. So tell me what's new and happening at the winery. Well, it's been uh, a crazy long, cool summer and growing season. So harvest got a late start, and but heading in the right direction. And we have been um, planning things more for the for the spring. Okay. Um, we've been lately. We've been um, doing some more of the Zoom calls and the blending classes. And I actually had some club members in from Florida, and they were like, "Oh, we're going to miss this uh, amazing blending class." And I said, "Well, we should do it via satellite." Kind of joking. And she's like, <laughs> "Really?" Good I'm idea. like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> So she organized a large group in Florida. We had about 23 people. Oh, my oh, that's gosh. Great. And so I sent all the samples and the materials out. Actually, it was way back in January mm-hmm. when it's nice and cool in Florida right. and right. making chip. So we did that and planned ahead. And they put me on the big jumbotron at the country <laughs> club, and uh, we had a great time. So so what did you what did you send? What what were you blending? So we sent I sent some finished products, some uh-huh. finished cabs, and yeah. then I did two barrel samples of cabs, uh-huh. and then some Malbec, uh, some Sangiovese, uh-huh. some Petit Verdot, and then the little beakers and little yeah. pipettes, so they can all be mad scientists uh, right there. That is awesome. We have done um, in person at the Wine Road. We've done some Zinfandel blending seminars, and uh, I was responsible for getting all the equipment that was needed for that. And it was I was a little stressed. <laughs> like that morning, like, do right. we have what we need? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot but of moving it, parts. Huh? There's a lot of moving <laughs> yeah. parts, but it was so fun. I love that you could do that, uh, you know, and make that virtually happen. Yeah. That was super yeah. cool. Yeah, it was uh, It was kind of fun how we both kind of looked at each other like, aha, I guess we could try this. We could and, make it happen. And, well, and once uh, you've done it, you've, you know, 
Yeah, now now it's easier to do. So yeah, you, you have the recipe. So we um, we do have some other club members and friends that uh, want to start doing that up in the spring. Right now, everything's kind of bottled off. I was crazy enough because I knew we were going to have a late harvest this year. Well, yeah, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, one and man so, show. And so I did one last bottling on August 31st, oh uh, which is unheard of. Yeah, uh, but I said, why not? So I cleared out the the warehouse <laughs> and getting ready for all the new stuff. So in the spring, we'll start doing some more blending classes. Mm-hmm. And are you still focusing on Italian varietals or what is, what's happening? Yes. Now? Yeah, I'm still hunting uh, the different varietals down. Uh, this year I'm picking up some Nero d'Avola, which mm-hmm. is the, the noble grape of Sicily. And it's a nice hearty Marcy red. would love that yes. idea. <laughs> yes. The Sicilian herself. Yes. <laughs> I'm a noble raisin of no. Sicily. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm uh, getting a new vineyard of Alianico uh, right in the heart of oh, Dry boy. Creek Valley. So oh, that's, wow. um, that should be coming in any time. Yeah. Italian varietals, they just grow so well here. It's just a wonderful place to grow these types of grapes. Yep, they love it. They love the soil. They love the temperature. They love the people. They love the people. They love the people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's it. Well, I do think that people that are coming out wine tasting on a regular basis, you know, are always looking for something new also. So I think that's exciting to be able to point them in that direction to some varietals they may not be familiar with, things they haven't tried in the past. I think that's great. And I, I try to make all my wines so they're very approachable by themselves. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have food, uh, some nice acid, uh, so the flavor you know, the profile lingers. And uh, they're just f- friendly, with, like I said, with or without food. You've done sparkling before. This is not your first. Correct. Because I've had it before. Yeah, you had uh, yeah. 21 Sangiovese yeah. yeah. uh, Rosé. Mm-hmm. And then I made a Grenache sparkling as well, Grenache Rosé. This and, color uh, is just so, like... Everything about this is delicious. I mean, it really is... Um, I mean, for me, that watermelon flavor really does come through. It really is so good. Thank you. Thank you. I got lucky again. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Three I don't, I don't thumbs think that's up. it. <laughs> yeah. So what are you doing at the at the tasting room? Are you open seven days a week? Are you open by appointment? What's happening there now? Uh, Things seem well, to change constantly everywhere. Yeah. Now that the... Things have settled down quite a bit uh, from the last few years. Yeah. We said, let's be open Friday through Tuesday. Good. That's quite a bit. And then um, by appointment on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And so I'm there. I'm a one-man show, so I'm there all the time anyway. And I heard um, we'd get a lot of walk-ins and people were like, are you open? Are you open? I'm yeah. like, I'm here. I'm open type thing. You know, right. the lights are on. And I would yeah. ask, you know, how did you find me? And they're like, well, we've called 10 or 12 people. Yeah. And then everyone's closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yes. So I really yeah. focused on promoting being open on those days. That's brilliant. And some days yeah. are even busier than Saturdays. Right. So it's uh, it's working out. Yeah. It's it is hard Monday and Tuesdays. There's a lot of wineries, restaurants, everything closed. Right. It's hard. Um, now it's become more Tuesday, Wednesday. I think people yeah. are like lapping that weekend. Yeah, making it a longer to weekend. Monday and Thursdays, but Tuesday, Wednesday, it's a ghost town. Yeah. yeah. So that's a that's a great thing to have a be able to come on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. So we, I just had, uh, I'm still prepping some barrels f- to put the new fresh juice in. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm there late and I just had uh, three ladies walk in from New Jersey. Nice. Well, they're from New Jersey. They Boy, didn't walk they from tired. New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> they were exhausted. They just walked from New Jersey. <laughs> right. And they need just a said, drink. <laughs> they said, by chance, are you open? I'm like, come on in. I'll pour you. And, you know, I'm all sweaty and covered yeah, with yeah. grapes and stuff. I said, Authentic. come on in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> people, people do love that. Yeah. I can remember being down at John Vizelay's one time getting some checks signed for the wine road. And uh, he was just 
filthy, covered in dirt and grime, and sitting at the table with a whole group of people. And I thought, I guess they just love this That's because <laughs> can't make it up. Yeah, here's wine all over him, and I'm thinking, okay, this is, this a is real life. It's the real deal. You wanted to meet a winemaker. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> really? Do you trust a winemaker who's pristine? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like a skinny chef, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Something is amiss. How fun. Yeah. Um, and do you feel like it's it's picking up and you're getting busier and busier? I mean, it's we went through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, took a while. Uh, June, always called the June June gloom. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, everyone's graduating and so forth and starting their first vacation trials. and um, But the, over the summer, it picked up and getting a lot of uh, new faces from out of state. Oh, that's good. Which is very promising. Yeah. So um, I feel, yeah, I feel overall the trend is heading our direction. I know there's a lot of doom and gloom on the press. Right. Um, but I don't always go by that. Right. I, I think. Uh, and what's happening with your neighbors there? It seems like you have a lot going on. What that's. Uh, yeah. I want to call it. What is it? Artisan Alley? No, what is it? Artisan Alley. Yeah. yeah. Artisan and Alley. so there's Artisan Alley, which is our little, our building. In the beverage district. In, yeah. the, in beverage the beverage district. district. Yeah. You know, you've got in the beverage district, Artisan Alley. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys are really creating a place. Yes. Yeah. So there's, uh, we still have three wineries just in my little strip, mm-hmm. uh, just um, a, a distillery. A hard cidery and the beer cafe, mm-hmm. and then across the street there's another three wineries and te- well technically four wineries. Yeah, and then the Greater Beverage District uh, includes Russian River oh, yeah. and Dumal and everyone else right. out there. Yeah, that's so. really smart branding that the Beverage District. Oh. Seems like at one point you were planning little events together. Yes, you know, so it was really that is smart. <laughs> yeah, we we did uh, third Fridays for several months for March through October and then once the pandemic hit, you know, we had to keep the crowd small. Right. Um and now everyone's got their own game plan so it's kind of, you know, herding cats trying to get them back on. Yeah. So maybe in the spring, I'm hoping in the spring we could start doing it again cuz the neighbors a locals, collective, yeah. yeah. Well, it makes it easy it. for visitors. I mean, they don't people don't want to spend hours planning something, but if there's something kind of planned that has a nice variety, yeah. right. you I mean, just show up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and with the world mark, there's, you know, thousands of people a week oh. that go through there and they're yes. only as a crow flies, you know, a right mile there. Away. Yeah, they're right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of friends that um stay there for all of our big wine road events. World mark, that's a big draw. It's a great, yeah, centrally located. Yeah. Great place to go. Oh my goodness. So what are some favorite things that you've been doing when you have a little time off, Craig? Well, I'm my better half and I, she loves to go hit the golf ball. Oh, yeah. So we've been oh. actually practicing our putting and chipping, just even if it's for a half an hour, an yeah. hour, just <laughs> just to get out of the winery and relax. She is um, just wrapping up uh, her cl- courses for a software engineer. Oh. oh. And so she's, um, her mind's been spinning and spinning for yeah, quite some time. downtime. Golf, so. it, people think golf is hard, but it's so relaxing because yeah. you can't think of anything else when you're playing golf. You really have to focus in that way. It lets go of all the other thoughts in your yeah. head. I think everyone says golf is very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I don't know. I don't find it stressful. I find it relaxing because... Of the focus. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not like the other children. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, it is I'm nice. Not, exhibit A. Peaceful. I'm not, you know, you can get out, the, out with the, the birds and the bees. And, <laughs> I'm not the poster child for normality. <laughs> but it is uh, it is it's relaxing to me. I know yeah. I'm not going to go on the pro tour anytime right. soon. So yeah. it's just fun to get out put, and about. I put pressure on myself all day, every day, and every other way. When right. I'm on the golf course, it's just like, okay, whatever happens, happens. Right. Yeah. That's, That's something I never learned to do. No golf. No golf for me. Maybe that would be in your future. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, never mind. And what about some restaurants? What's happening in Windsor? Because that's another, I mean, it is definitely expanding as a great 
destination for people to go. Um, yeah. You know, talking to people. There's a lot happening Windsor's there. Windsor's popping. Yeah. Yeah, there's more. There's a new hotel coming in downtown um, Windsor. And there's a handful of restaurants that are all good. We've got Thai. We've got Himalayan. Yeah. There's some good Mexican food. Uh, Italian at Grata is a, f- a fun little restaurant there. I haven't um, been there. Where's that? Yeah, it's right on the main drag as you come into Windsor. Oh, okay. It's just one block off the, the green. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, yeah, great. Oh, and the dessert. I'm an easy dessert guy. But <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. Affogatos. So uh, yeah, can't the vanilla, that. nice rich vanilla gelato with yeah. some espresso poured yeah. on it. Oh, they do a great job. So. Yeah. I'll fact, take two. I was going to say, yeah, okay. I usually just go there for that. Yeah, I don't know. do golf, but I do do that. <laughs> I don't do golf. I do alpha golfo. Yeah. Alpha golfo. Alpha golfo. Yeah. <laughs> Time for our Fast Five. Who do we have on the line now? Hello, this is Randy with Harvest Moon Winery. I am here to talk about my partner Aaron Ringstead's uh, famous empanadas in our house, famous empanadas from Argentina. Awesome. And so empanadas, the ingredients uh, vary greatly based on the regions where they're from. In the north, they use finely chopped meat. In the Pampas, the gauchos, who are the farmer, uh, like the ranchers, use ground meat. And in Chile, shrimp is super popular. Mm. Uh, yeah, sold. My, my favorite is uh, the most simple recipe, which is... Uh, 24 uh, of the masas, which are the, you can go to any Mexican, uh, like a supermarket and get these pre-cut round empanadas, dough, which is what you want. You want to let them thaw just a little bit. Get a ground, a pound of ground beef. We like lamb. A mm. uh, couple pounds of onions chopped, one red onion, or excuse me, one red pepper chopped, four green onions chopped, paprika, a little salt, a little pepper. And what you want to do is you want to um, brown the the meat in a hot pan with paprika, salt, and pepper. And then you pull it from the pan. Uh, you want to saute some onions up, red pepper, paprika, salt, and pepper. And you want to add that beef into a mixing bowl and mix uh, mix in some finely chopped green onion. Mm. Then you want to do is let that mixture cool, maybe put it in the fridge for f- 15 minutes. At that point, you're pulling out the empanadas. They thaw pretty quickly. You want to fold the empanadas with filling and bake them in the oven at 475. So you want to heat that oven up nice and hot, warm. Hot. For approximately... 12 minutes, hmm. you'll, you'll uh, if you need to, you spin that, that uh, tray around to get the ones in the back oh, up yeah. front. Right. And you watch this beautiful golden brown thing come out. And you let it cool down. Because they're little pockets of love stuffed with stuff, you want to... Um, you want to give them a moment to cool down or cut them in half because they're super hot coming out. And uh, I would drink this with the sparkling Verdella that we had uh, talked about earlier. I love it. Stuffed, stuffed, stuffed with stuff. Stuffed stuff. with stuff. I love it. Great. I want more of that. That That's sounds a... awesome. Thank yep. you so much. Cheers. I can't wait to try that. Cheers, Thank Randy. You. Bye. Talk to you later. Let's see. What else? I think, are you doing a wine and food affair this year, Craig? Yes, so yes. actually coming up in about three weeks or so. We have tickets on sale at wineroad.com. I think we have about 40 wineries participating this year. Nice. So I know off the top of your head, do you remember what recipe you're doing? Oh, yes. It's Yay, a, <laughs> he's going to pass con- the test. <laughs> Leone. It's a, like a conch shell uh, pasta uh-huh. filled with, um, with spinach and ricotta and maybe a little sausage. Uh-huh. And so they're kind of self-serving pasta shops. Yeah, shop. that sounds yeah. wonderful. Oh, my gosh. That does sound good. Yeah. So Tatiana's uh, working on her magic recipes. She's fine-tuning. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. She's also been working on pizza dough. So we're getting a pizza oven, just a little portable pizza mm-hmm. oven. So she's been playing around with different pizza dough recipes. We've been doing – in fact, we did pizza last night at our house. We have a 
what are those uni or whatever pizza ovens mm-hmm. um and we just go with the Cousteau's frozen pizza dough it's Oh, I nice. think amazingly. Oh, that makes good. sense. Yeah. And they have um now at Cousteau's, so they package them now. They really are like individual size pizzas, doughs. You know, they used to be a bigger one. And now I think everybody has so many people have pizza ovens now at their house. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Are they do they come in like frozen balls yeah, or they're frozen? Out? It's frozen okay. ball. And okay. um you can defrost it overnight in the fridge and then you set it out to rise two or three hours before you're gonna make them because they're kind of small. So it doubles in two or three hours. Roll that baby out. out. It's well, and Cousteau's. I mean, their bread is amazing. Yeah. So, the dough, obviously, <laughs> is <laughs> so it all starts. <laughs> I mean, it's really good. Yeah, that's my husband's problem. I can roll it out, and he can he can make sure that the oven is eight hundred and fifty degrees. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what's so great about those little ovens now. Yeah. They get up there, you know, nine hundred, eight fifty yes. easily. Yeah. 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 And it's great with vegetables, just putting some a mix of vegetables in a like a saute pan. Right. And a little olive oil and sea salt and just putting it in there for like sixty seconds, seventy mm. seconds. Yeah, it's just perfect. Nice. Yeah. Vegetables. Hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, vegetables. She, what is this strange do item I've heard? Do is vegetables. What is that? But I do like this. <laughs> bubbles are on her A list. I don't okay. do golf or vegetables. <laughs> I want to give a shout out. I saw Craig recently, it was last month, at an event for Inspired Spaces, which is a charity here in Sonoma that provides furnishings and design services to people kind of emerging out of homelessness. And it was a beautiful event, and Craig was there, and they had a silent auction for all these lots of wines. And I bid on your wine, and I did not win. I bid on <laughs> I bid on all the wine, and I did not win. So I guess you know I, I need to raise my level somewhat. But um, it's nice to see you supporting things like that. That was a great event. And and our friend Rebecca Jamalis kind of hooked us up and told us about it. So yeah. that was really great. Yeah. yeah. When she approached me and told me the story about the foundation, I was in right away. I, I, decades ago, my mother started, a, um, it was a women's resource center. Oh, nice. Up in the Greenville where we grew up. Uh-huh. And so it was um, directed towards women, like trying to get them out of that bad situation. Right. So it's kind of a few steps before mm-hmm. what right. Inspire Spaces yeah. is doing. But it was a great cause, and just I said I got to do this. Do it was a nice event, and nice. people spoke, people who were benefiting mm-hmm. from the agency, and it was just it was so touching, and it was really a moving experience to be there. And it was, I would say, you know, check out InspiredSpaces.com. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah, Natasha and her crew are amazing. Yeah, amazing, amazing group. So that's I just saw you recently yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, let's see. I'm trying to think what else I need to talk about that is important for the wine road. Um, I talked about the Wine and Food Affair, and I should mention um, that if people are interested in buying tickets, they could also check out Becoming a Wine Road Insider, because then they would save 10% on the tickets. So that's on the website also, wineroad.com, and you click on Explore. What about becoming an ambassador? And becoming an ambassador is just fun. (laughs) And you get a cool pin and props and bragging rights. Yeah. It's funny because when we were ordering the pin, we're like, I don't know, do people really wear pins? I don't know, but let's just get the pin. We got the pin. We're like, oh my god, this pin is so cool! It's so cool. <laughs> Tell us it about the ambassador program. Cute. So um, that's on the website also, and you have a nice little study guide that you can read through, and it just tells you really about um, sort of the history of the wine road because we've been around almost fifty years now, 
and we represent wineries in Alexander Valley, Dry Creek, and Russian River. So there's information about each of those AVAs. There's information about what the wine road does, um, some donations that we've done. We've worked with the food bank for a number of years. So all that information's in the study guide. And then there's our super fun little video um, that goes along with it. And the video sort of backs up the information in the study guide, has a little bit of additional information. And it's sort of um, people within the community, people from the Sonoma County uh, Tourism are talking on it, and the Sonoma County Wine Growers. Uh, George Christie's on there who has the Wine Industry Network, and he was actually one of the board members for the Wine Road, you know, probably about 25 years ago. So anyway, there's a lot of um, fun people on the video. And then there's a quiz to follow up, and the quiz is multiple choice, so you really cannot fail the quiz. <laughs> And you can use the study guide while you're doing the quiz if you need to. Open book. It's an open book quiz. And once you pass the quiz, then we send you this super cool, snazzy Wine Road Ambassador pin. And that pin is beautiful. It's super cute. It has a little Roadrunner uh, pin with carrying a bottle of wine. And um, we want people to wear the pin and you know share it on social media. And we share have, your knowledge yeah. of Sonoma County yeah. when you're here. It's uh, So far, people have taken, a lot of wine educators from across the country have taken it. People who teach at you know, different oh, hospitality cool. schools and colleges. Um, a lot of wine industry people. People have wine shops throughout the country. It's it's amazing who has already gone online and, and taken the test. It's fun. That's a great success. I mean, I could see being part of a, a wine education program, because, you know, extra credit, you know, mm-hmm. become a wine road ambassador. Why not? You learn so much about the three valleys. Yeah, sort of the history of the area. So, yeah, that's cool. That's the latest thing that we have going. I think that's the latest and the greatest. You always have something cooking. I know. I I can't always remember them because I start out my morning drinking about sparkling wine. (laughs) I don't know if that's key to my... (laughs) This is the memory balm. Memory, yes, right. (laughs) So I do know one other thing that I want to mention also. Um, We always like to sort of share some information about other wine-related podcasts, because if you're a podcast listener, I mean, our show's only every other Thursday and, you know, 20 minutes, so you might want to listen to some other shows. So if you're looking for really great, reasonably priced wines and you want to expand your wine horizons, check out the Wine Pair podcast, and that's P-A-I-R. It's a husband and wife team, Joe and Carmela. They have a fun, irreverent, and down-to-earth approach to discovering and talking about wines. It's really to a their podcast. fun it's, show. It really is fun. Yeah, so you can find them at their website, which is thewinepairpodcast.com, or on any place where you normally listen Could to Could you podcasts. imagine doing this podcast with your husband? No. (laughs) I know. I think so. Shout out to them being married and doing a podcast. Power to you. (laughs) You know, I. I, It would be a very short podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And mine would be very long because Roger Mm -hmm. thinks a long time to think. And then he just really tells you, like, from the the beginning of time. (laughs) All the details. So, what else is new at at Caligrassi that we want people to know about? Well, we are just gearing up for the holidays, of course, yeah. getting getting excited about that. We have a Cabernet and, uh, release in November okay, and um, from Coombsville, Coombsville Cabernet. Oh, boy. And then we are also going to re- kind of release, we have did a soft release on the sparkling, but we're going to do a full release for the holidays. Yeah. This just anyway. screams Thanksgiving to me. Yes. This yeah. would go with everything on the table. To I mean, me, probably wouldn't even make it to the table Wednesday at your morning. house. Yeah. <laughs> My publicist, she's so good. Beth's like, this ain't making it to the table. Thanksgiving, that'll that's be. Right. Beth's hoarding it that's, in the that's kitchen. That's a long time from now. Just for a while, you're shopping for you Thanksgiving. You got to keep taste testing. 
Nothing but the best. Yeah. So, like at the holidays, do you put together um, gift sets and things or not? We do. We offer it. We we go online and you know set up a, yeah. on our shopping cart some yeah. little packages. We get. We have a few corporate uh, customers each year. Oh, that's great. That may order like twenty to forty different yeah. little packages, right. and so that's always nice. That is nice. So yeah, if you're thinking of, you know, if you're in charge at your business of having to come up with corporate gifts, wine gift sets really. Pretty much make everyone happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, we've even had some, because uh, kind of a carryover from some of our Zoom classes where we did wines paired with cheeses mm-hmm. and so forth. We'd ship them out. So one of them uh, requests uh, some cheese. So I connect right. them with uh, Valley Ford Creamery. Right. And they order the cheese and I send the wine and their their coworkers or employees Everybody's are Everybody's excited. Yeah, yeah. Beth and I did one of your Zooms with the cheese pairing. It was great. It was super fun. Yeah, yeah it definitely was nice. Actually, I only did during all of the shutdown and the world coming to an end. I think I only did two or three of those. and um, But that was a blast. Yeah, I was... still buy those crackers. Yeah. Those crackers <laughs> were so good. And I, I kind of got introduced from the package. You had the Valley Ford cheese, and it was those, I can't remember the name, but I buy oh, them all the time. The rustic. Yes, rustic. Yeah. they are yes. so good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're perfect because they really have a nice flavor, but they're not overpowering. They support the cheese. They're great with the wine. Right, right. Um, I thought I, I just really learned how easy it was to um, still stay connected. So, you know, I, there are still wineries that are doing virtual tastings like that. And I think everyone can't be here as often as they want to be here. But, you right. know, with these virtual tastings, you can really still stay connected. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. And with harvest, things kind of slow down on that end right. of it. But well, yeah, they uh, have to. Now, yeah, yeah, just don't have uh, enough bodies. <laughs> That's the thing. I think people need to realize you are a one-person show pretty much. And so, um, yeah, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, yeah. So we have... Um, some schedule for the spring. Mm-hmm. So if people are interested, they can go on the website and check it out. Yeah. We have different dates. And we also encourage people, uh, friends, family, uh, coworkers, kind of put your own date together and we can ship out the boxes and right. pick your own night type thing. Well, they can they can also follow your lead of the, the, the giant blending seminar and get 40 of their best friends together. <laughs> That's right. Yes. But wait till uh, late spring when <laughs> yeah, I have not right something now. to blend not with. Yet. Yeah, not right now. <laughs> it's not very In the middle of harvest. Very of underwork. <laughs> That's right. Anything else, Miss Marcy, that we need to talk about? I don't think so. I'm just always happy to see Craig. Me too. Nice. Yeah. All righty. I want to thank you, Beth, and all the wine roadies <laughs> for um, all your support. For us little wineries especially, it's such a great uh, avenue for us to get our name out there and to get some traffic from these events. So I appreciate all, well, all that's what, everything I mean, you do. The people we talk to, that's what they want. They want to meet the small, uh, smaller wineries, go to the smaller wineries. And if you get the chance to meet a, a owner or winemaker, I mean, that's what makes your trip memorable. And so you, know, you help make our job easy. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. for uh, making the drive out here this morning. Of and course. Certainly. Thank you for this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Yeah. One more. Oh, yeah. And we will hook this up in the show notes. We'll put a link to Craig's website, to this wine. And to everything we spoke about, and we will see you on the wine road. Okay, thanks. Thank you.